And now, broadcasting from their secret hideout, Checkpoint XP presents a show about comic books and superheroes. Robbie Landis, Joe Sloan, The Other Identity. Fret not, listeners and fans of The Other Identity, for we are here. We have returned. What's up, Joe? It's going good, man. Another day, another episode of The Other Identity. You know what I really miss? What do you miss? I really miss the way that I used to intro it, you know? Where like, you got to call me your sidekick and I well, get no, mad about it? No, I mean, you're still my sidekick, obviously, but like the way that I would bring it in... Like, uh, 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 you know, is it a, a, a I, I don't even remember what it is anymore, but, uh, you know. No, it's a podcast? Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, so why yeah. don't you do that anymore? Because I feel like we have an actual intro now. Oh, okay. Right? So yeah, that yeah. one doesn't quite fit with it. Yeah, you're right, it doesn't. Right, so. So I guess you need to find a new, like, opening right. catchphrase. Well, and you know, some, something that I've taken from some of our, our coaching uh, sessions that we've had through through Checkpoint XP right. is, is don't be redundant, because, you know, and, and I notice I do this on, on low team damage as well, as our intro says who we are, and then I'm like, welcome, I'm so-and-so, and this is so-and-so. Right, and, when the intro's already said right. who you so, are. But, like, I still want, like, like a, like, a, like a catchphrase. Like, here more than anywhere... We need, like, a catchphrase. Yeah, I mean, comic books are famous for catchphrases. Exactly. Maybe we should put it out to the chat. Maybe the chat should help us oh, decide on what our catchphrase yes, yes, is. Yes, yes, the very chat that named our friend Kyle, Kyle McKyleface. Definitely. <laughs> Let's put it out to them. <laughs> well, I guess you make a fair point. Yeah, vetoing that one right here, right now. But welcome, everybody. Thank you for uh, tuning in with us. Uh, you know, if you're live with us over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP, uh, the biggest of thanks but if you're also downloading because you know you can't make it live you uh work during the day because you're a productive member of uh society good for you and you know we we appreciate we, it anyway i guess we understand i guess that's a that's a good reason <laughs> that not used to be live. us one day we used to we be used productive to members i mean granted we are still productive members of society but you know we're just a little bit higher up the totem now that we're doing stuff that we love right. to be productive we're not in society working in a comic shop anymore now we talk about comics or, or yeah a retail clothing store yeah, well, that had to be rough. Yeah, man. That couldn't have been any fun. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of it. No, I Not wouldn't as fun as it is so. here. But anyway, like you said, we could talk about comic books. And uh, you actually decided what we're going to talk about today. It was supposed to be the newest uh, quote-unquote Marvel movie that hit theaters, <laughs> a.k.a. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, which somebody I, hasn't seen it no, yet. No, I'm seeing it this weekend. So, so. Uh, you know what? Forewarning for those of you who uh, watch and listen, next week we will be talking about Hobbs and Shaw. So if you plan on seeing it and you don't want to be spoiled, see it before next Thursday. But today we're actually going to be talking about the... <laughs> The uh, the DC movie, the next DC movie that, that's that's set to uh, come out. Is it the uh, next one? I guess it I'm is, I'm pretty right? sure it is, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the next one. And When's Gotham is... City Sirens come out? I don't know. I have no is idea. Is that even... I don't even think that's Isn't Sirens finished. a thing? Have they even filmed it? No. I, discounting this one, I think the next one that we're planning on seeing will be uh, Suicide Squad 2. Or The Suicide Squad or whatever. Hey, James Gunn made it. That... You got to keep sticking me with that. Yeah, yeah I suppose we can did. go into this one with cautious optimism. But speaking of optimism, uh, apparently the Joker has been getting like rave reviews in the uh, the film circuit. Yeah, so we did, we're not going to talk about Hobbs and Shaw this week, but we will talk about another movie. Uh, so uh, 
we're a couple months away yet from the Joker releasing, but it is now making its way around uh, film festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where we got some quotes coming out of the Toronto International Film Festival, uh, where the movie will be making its world premiere. Uh, so obviously it hasn't really been shown yet, but some of the people have higher ups yeah. have gotten to see sure. it. And they're speaking about it pretty positively here's here's a quote it's not based on an existing story it has one of the greatest actors in modern history or modern cinema joaquin phoenix in the lead and robert de niro is in it as well did you know that robert de niro was in this movie i did not know robert de niro was in this movie uh he is uh, and they quote him as being one of the best actors that ever has ever lived but it has an interesting tone and a new approach to it it's set in the late 70s early 80s and it feels like it was made then it's gritty in its look it has references to martin scorsese's filmmaking and it feels like a cinematic achievement on a high level although it's working with very populous material it has great ambition all right well first thing that i want to say uh uh in in all that you just said is that i don't in any way shape or form feel that comic book movies need to be based on any specific source material you know for for example where uh uh uh, spider-man's going in the mcu right now yeah that isn't a story that's been told anywhere else not that i can remember no no so that that's not necessarily a prerequisite that doesn't scare me no it's it's fine to do something new of course and and honestly i think that that film should you know when it comes to adapting comic books to film i i think that they should be less beholden to the source material because a you have 80 years worth to choose from so who's to say what source material is the right one or the real right when you try to do everything you get all-star superman Mm, yeah Yeah. don't don't that's that's not a callback i want to make that's that's a fact yeah but i honestly the, the 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 thing that i most uh uh cautious about or scared about is you know that it's dc doing it I'm also right. I'm also not the biggest fan of Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I, I mean he he's, he's okay. He's fine as acting, but, but like as a person, I know he's kind of a scumbag. Yeah. So I, here's my thoughts, which uh, maybe will work well with the whole Joker thing. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, the Joker, them taking kind of a, a different look at it, and by that I mean exploring the character, which is something typically comics try to shy away from. No, no, no. Oh, no. Hold on, because there, there have been attempts at. At Joker's origin story and explaining sure. where he came from, but because of uh, I, I think that everyone just gravitates more and is more accepting of this idea that we we don't want to know more about the Joker. He's just chaos incarnate. It's, so even in the cases where they try to explore it or they try to give him an origin story, there's also a caveat somewhere in there that you can point to and be like, ah, but see, because of this, is it the real story? Yeah, I mean, that is something that has been explored multiple times with the Joker, and I think we saw it actually shown best in, well, two times. So once in the killing joke in the, in the famous yep. monologue where he says, sometimes I remember it one way and sometimes another, mm-hmm. uh, but also in the Dark Knight where he tells, tells, a different his, story he tells his origin every story. Time. Yeah, he tells it differently every well, time. Well, and, and even in the, um, uh, uh, I forget what, what the title of it is, but I'm pretty sure it's what the, what the Joker's based on uh you know we we've seen the one where uh uh he you know puts on the red hood for the first time he's trying to help this this mob or whatever it is and you know and and batman's the one that knocks him into a vat right the vat of acid yeah and talking about the original 
movie. Right. But then even even that one in, in the comic version of this, even at the end of that, he he makes a, he has a line or a reference where you're basically you know you kind of point to the fact he's unreliable, and, and even that story might not be the true one, the, the, the correct story. I mean, we've seen that with like with Under the Red Hood, where they tried to Maybe explain him the as one. the failed comedian. That's the one. That's yes. the one I'm thinking of. That's yep. I mean, and exactly that was. A very controversial book when it started because it was trying to say no he's a failed comedian and this is how he became the joker and you're right it wasn't until the last pages where even then uh, it's revealed to us yeah but that could also just all be bullshit too mm-hmm. like that's who the joker is you don't and i think that's the mystique and the allure of the character oh, absolutely is, is when you try to explain why he is the way he is nothing lives up nothing can possibly live up to that level of crazy so because they've always kind of taken this approach of it's just a bunch of made up stuff. No one actually knows. It allows us, the viewer, to have our own theories about where he came from that also don't live up, but we have our own theories about it. And sure. that's kind of the fun. So they kind of talk about it here. Uh, this was uh, director Cameron Bailey uh, told the Toronto Sun. First of all, it's terrific, referring to the movie. So it should play on our largest stage, but it's a really original take on comic book movies and on the Joker character in particular. So... My question is, can a movie, can a comic book movie be well-received and well-loved without comic book fans? Um, ooh, well, <laughs> because I sense for Joker to do well, that's what's going to have to happen. For, okay, that, that's, that's an interesting question. Um, can it do well in the box office without comic book fans? maybe um if comic it probably book, can right cri- critically sure I, I think critically like as far as critic if it comes out and the critics all of it then, then then sure critically it's a success can this be a successful movie in the eyes of the studio if comic book fans don't love it yes can it be if comic book fans hate it because mm, those are different things no and this and, and and i think this this is why we we have seen time and time again that when a movie comes out if critics love it fans love it great yeah movie comes out and critics hate it but fans love it because fans will make their own judgment great great we have gotten to that point now where fans will i'll go make, i'll make my own decision exactly yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna go off of the words of the critics no one goes in the paper sees the the, the two-star review and says eh. but we do go off of our own word yeah we do and if comic book fans are out there saying they hate it even people who don't consider themselves comic book fans i don't think that 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 they will realize oh well the comic book fans don't like it because it doesn't live up to their expectations i'm still going to give it a try Mm. because we are so passionate and because social media is our space i think that that negativity among comic book fans will be so prevalent that they won't be able to discern between the two they'll just see oh that was a terrible movie that's fair uh it also I mean, when's the last time comic book fans loved a DC movie, I suppose? Like Aquaman? Yeah, they liked Aquaman. Wonder Woman? Yep. That's it, right? Uh, Shazam. You know what? I haven't seen Shazam yet. I missed that one. Worth it. Worth seeing. Worth seeing? Okay. Mm, That's interesting. (laughs) But despite like Batman v Superman being universally blasted, basically, it still made a ton of money. People went and saw it. So mm-hmm. I guess the question... I don't think Justice League made a lot of money, though. I think it did. I think that it profited. Yeah. I don't think it was a lot. Okay. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
for one of those movies to profit they have to make a lot of money looking at you dark phoenix did yeah. you see about that by the way uh a uh, uh, lower turnout than what uh, even the fantastic four reboot did Oof. yeah that's I, rough it it may actually hold the 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 record for the worst comic book movie now in terms of box office take disney buys fox and immediately gets that albatross dumped in their lap i mean they had to know well it, it was coming yeah so that was based and, and honestly i think that probably uh, uh contributed to it as everyone knows that's the end of the fox stuff why why do i want to go and see it? that's neither here nor there yeah here's what i'm going to say about the joker movie okay okay is that every time that i see a trailer for it Besides the fact that I know what the Joker represents to us and and that I know that an intrinsic part of what makes us love his concept is that he doesn't have an origin, that aside, there's nothing in the trailer that I look at and hate and think, nah, that can't work. That ain't going to work. You know, I got a distinctly Final Fantasy 15 impression from the trailer. And when I say that, that's a... That is such a weird thing to say. When I say we that, need an explanation. What I mean is, I'm pretty sure I'd have liked Final Fantasy 15 a ton if it didn't have Final Fantasy in the title. Ah, so so if you, it wasn't, you think if this that, was just a movie that was coming out that was, I don't know. How about this? Instead of it actually being the Joker, yeah. If they would have built it in a similar way that Brightburn was. He's obviously Superman, right? right? Right, right, right. But they're not calling him that because, A, they can't get the rights from it. <laughs> because, and, A, they'll get sued. Right, and it's just a different, like, darker take on it. If right. they would have came out with it and just called it something different... Yes. If it, if it, and everyone would have looked at it and, and said, well, that's the Joker, obviously. Right, it's clearly supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think like that it'd be that sort of thing because it's called the Joker and I have a long established history with that character it it brings a set of expectations with it It, and whether that's fair or not right like i i don't i can look at it objectively and go of course it's a movie it's something different i need to treat it that way but i also was a kid in the 90s who grew up watching batman and the joker fighting Mm -hmm. it it, it's hard to separate those two things you know we'd love to know what you think you're listening to the other identity a uh podcast about comic books and comic book culture and superheroes uh brought to you by checkpoint xp so my next question for you then is, and I feel like we have come a long way as as a culture, right? Yeah. As as nerds from what we used to expect out of comic book movies, you know, back during like the Sam Raimi Spider Man run, right? Because I was even still going to those and being like, that's just how it was in the comic, or that's not how it was in mm-hmm. the comic. Yep. But when thing. but when we look at comics again, eighty years worth right right there's a so, lot of garbage in there that, well that that as well but there's a lot that they can draw from and i think everyone sort of has their own attachments to different arcs or different eras of it you know two two people you know you remove yourself five 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 years from each other two people that go to see a movie you might have one person going that's not how it was in the comics that i read and the other person going that's exactly how it was in the comics but and it's something i think marvel is starting to do very well now just as every time a new run of comics comes out, they want to do something new. Should movies not also be allowed to do something new with the characters and the properties? Well, I think so. I mean, you look at, I mean, just look at Joker and um, portrayals in the past. I mean, we saw, you know, the, the Dark Knight Joker, who is very, I would say very 
70s, late 80s Joker, a little bit darker. Actually, more of 2000s Joker, a little more grim dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had uh, Jared Leto's uh, The Juggaloker. Uh, oh, I've never heard it called that. Oh, that really? Hurts. <laughs> it hurts because it's true. Yes, it yeah, is. You got, uh, and that's very, you know, early 80s from the comics, that era of The Joker. Uh, and then, I mean, the original, the. Um, uh, Jack Nicholson one was 60s. There, 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 there was a, uh, or there is an image out there that, that came out uh, about the time the Suicide Squad did that, that showed all the Jokers and was like, you know, the clown, uh, uh, the gangster, yeah. you, you know, and, and like they, they, they do each have a very like specific vibe to them. And, and so, yeah. And, and I mean, he, and that even just comes down to, to how the actors decide to portray them. Cause you know, remember when um, uh, Heath Ledger was first, cast as the joker uh i remember you know being in the car with my friends and one of them you know reading that and, and we were all just kind of like eh. i remember legit everyone like in my group being like the guy from a knight's tale yes everyone that was just kind of like really the dude from brokeback mountain yeah what and, yeah and everyone, now i don't think anyone i don't remember everyone going that's the one right that's right. the but, casting but now you can't not talk about the joker in film Without mentioning him. Without, not just mentioning him, giving him serious consideration as one of the best. And as, it's not, and, and, and I honestly believe that, that had he not passed away, you know, during all of that, he'd still be in the conversation. I believe he'd, he'd probably still be playing the Joker. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I think he'd be the, Mar- you know, like Mark Hamill. Like, yeah. He'd be playing him all the time. Um, but yeah, no, so. But, but even, even not just discounting the way that people play and portray them, but even the stories told. Yeah. And I do think it makes a good, you're making a good point. It, Films are allowed to try to do something different, just like comics do every time there's a new I mean, I'm at the point now where, where I don't think they should just try. I think that it's incumbent on them to do something different. You're a completely different medium from what comics are. Right. You can I, do things that, that the comics can't. Right. You have to tell... And you, you're forced to. You have to tell the story differently. You cannot... T- like, if they wanted to do Under the Red Hood, let's say they want that's the story they wanted to tell, you cannot one-to-one under the red hood from graphic novel to movie it's gonna be awful well and 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 consider the way that we consume comics and consider the way that we consume movies even by the very nature of how they're developed and they're made you can read a comic every single month you we get you know a spider-man movie once every four years yeah so how on earth would you possibly try to tell stories in the same way like if i'm gonna like i can't expect like okay like when we had iron man right i can't expect iron man 2 to pick up exactly after iron man 1 peter leaves parker off. can't be in high school for you know ever Eight years, <laughs> 80 years yeah because yes. and, and like if you look through like superman superman was basically the same character from the 40s I'd say r- safely through the 70s, he was pretty much the same character, mm-hmm. just with more and more ridiculous superpowers added on as time went along. Yeah. How could you possibly expect movies to tell things in the same way? Now, I don't think that excuses them from doing an origin story, because the origin story is, I think, the most abused thing in film. Oh, sure, sure. You know, you know what? And actually, being that, that we're near the end of the show, I, I like I like the sort of irony in talking about the origin story at the end of the show here. You're listening to The Other Identity. Uh, you guys can, if you're finding us on the podcast, you know, we encourage you to come and find us live over at uh, twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. Uh, we record this very show every Thursday about 3, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So, 
you talk about the origin story Mm -hmm. and as far as the joker goes just to tie it back to what we've been talking about the joker we've seen an origin story in batman 1989 and i think that's it i don't think we got an origin story we didn't for Heath Ledger's Joker. We no, didn't no, for he the was Joker very, yeah, right, right. We <laughs> didn't for Cesar Romero. <laughs> never going to stop calling him that. We didn't for Cesar Romero's Joker. Well, here, here's what's interesting too about just just villains in general across, across all uh, uh, of the different properties is even when we're showed shown how they're created, that's still very very small compared to to the hero's origin story which right. has also came a long way and whether that, that's true whether it's done well or done poorly i mean look at the vulture right mm-hmm. we see okay here's why he's mad and then fa- fast forward he's now the vulture yeah. well because because i i think that the whole idea of the origin story and people getting sick of it really came to a head when we knew that the spider-man was going to be rebooted again and yeah. we're like oh, we don't want another origin story but you know what spoilers between civil war uh uh um um homecoming and far from home you've you got an origin story you you got an origin trilogy and (laughs) y'all didn't even realize it right because when we think of the origin story we think of the hokey way that they used to do it where it's like oh we got to show them how they turned in and got their powers right we we think by a spider and here's a silly montage of toby mcguire on the 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 subway trying to figure out whatever you know exactly we think of the origin story as the moment they got their powers Mm -hmm. or discovered their powers but but an origin is really more about when you or when when the hero or villain i think accepts who they are right Mm. which again with with far from home is something that peter's just now starting to do and it's also something like like when you look at the netflix series you know what a lot of people loved about luke cage and jessica jones is you didn't get any hint about what became of them until halfway through the jessica jones series where they're sitting there at like having tea or, or or lunch or something and he goes, how'd you get your powers? She goes, uh, uh, you know, a uh, car crash into a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What about you? Military experiments. Done. Yeah, that's and it. And then in season two, you get more, you know, like, like the whole season revolves around it. And in season one of Luke Cage, again, you get a few flashbacks of it. But they take their time telling it. They, 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 they take their time showing that to become the hero, you have to go through a lot more than just a silly montage. Yeah. And I think that's where this movie has to be very, very careful. Because the, by nature of having a villain's origin story, you risk becoming Thanos. Too many people at the end of Infinity War were sympathetic to Thanos. They were... And ah, many were in, I see. Were in I see. So, I so, do not want to walk out of that movie sympathetic to the Joker. If this is the Joker character, by the end, we shouldn't be sympathetic to him. Why? It would be something new for the Joker, which we just said yes. that movies should be allowed to I, explore. I get it, but he's the Joker. That's and not, that's what it is. Here's the thing. That's the, that's the raw emotion you, behind you, it. Just because you're sympathetic towards him doesn't mean that you can't still hate him. Mm. And, and honestly, if this movie can do both, if yeah. by the end, you we, hate his we, guts. we feel the way that we normally feel about the Joker, but at right. the same time, you understand how he got there. I don't necessarily think those are those are conflicting. The only the, the only thing for me that's conflicting about it is is I feel like as I feel like it's so anti Joker to understand him. It is. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't understand. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's where I, I'm I'm losing you. So not maybe the issue isn't sympathy. He shouldn't come off as a tragic figure. 
I guess. I mean, I, I even think that he can he can be tragic, but 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 the whole idea is is you're not supposed to be able to get inside his head. Yeah, I mean, so does that mean they have to have it that something has been fundamentally wrong with him the end of the, uh, the whole time? Something we don't can you know grasp or can understand? I don't know. I don't. I don't think because I, I, I don't feel think like you, you show can, him a, a normal, a relatively normal guy, and you go through the oh yeah, no uh, brother killed by the mob, uh, girlfriend carved up by some mugger. If you go that route of it, or the, uh, abusive parents, if you go that route with it, isn't he just kind of a guy at the end of it? Yeah. No. And 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 I think I think that that's going to be where this movie fails as a comic book movie is i think that it does have to sacrifice some of what what we as fans know to be an established part of his character right because i mean we see in the in the uh trailers he seems to have some type of very very close relationship with his mother who who he's caring for right there also does seem to be something developmentally wrong with him as well sure uh which you know is a whole nother discussion about again how media portrays like the mentally ill and, and stuff like of that blah, blah 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 but it 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 does seem like and remember also that everyone is a hero in their own story yeah because what i'm getting from the trailer right now is that he does leave a very difficult life he's doing the best he can he's trying to live up to his own set of standards or morals or codes or, or or whatever it is he has some idea of what is good but the world is constantly shitting on and it him. doesn't work for like his his idea of what can be good does not jive with the world the, he lives exactly in. and and that somehow pushes him to eventually find a way to take control of his world and to do that he has the transformation into the joker this i the do think that that's fascinating but at the same time you are going to lose part of what normally makes the joker the joker and that is this 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 enigma this 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 chaos that we as sane individuals can't lock onto. and that's the difficulty and i think it highlights why comic book fans so often don't know what they want because i'm dealing with this myself like I, I i say like i don't want the movie to reduce him to just being some dude he's the joker mm-hmm and then I think on the other side of things, although that said, one of his most famous lines is all it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man alive to lunacy. And if they play with that theme, that I, all it takes is one bad day, that could be an incredible story. Right. Here, here's, here's, what I, here's what we have to, I think, be cognizant of when we go into movies like this is we obviously have a laundry list of this is what X hero should be like. Right. right? And I think that so long as in a general sense they hit the majority of that it's fine we can't we can't or we shouldn't decry a movie because oh look they got everything right except for this one thing for sure you know that's that, that that's what all the different takes on it are like and again not all comic book takes are great not all movie ones are going to be great true i was not a big fan of uh, uh the joker in the new 52 yeah he was okay yeah it, exactly he was, he was i mean he had he was good in uh death of the family and that's kind of it i thought endgame was really overrated yeah so honestly i i i guess this is the point where i'm actually admitting to myself now that that i do want to see it i was probably going to but <laughs> yeah. i think after the after this conversation like 
honestly, th- this this might be one of the first really good things that DC it, does for comic book movies. And it, uh, the more I think about it, if I had just if the review had just been like uh, DC is trying to do the Joker as they've told you know as the comic books portray him. Actually, I don't know if I want to see that after Suicide Squad. I yeah. don't know if I want to see that after any of the DC movies I've seen. Hearing that it's something really different. All right, my curiosity is peaked. I I kind of want to see what you do with that character because yeah. he could be Here's here's and maybe that's why the Joker is such a great character. He's a character who can be interesting outside of comic books. He's a character who could be interesting in other media, I feel like. If you do him differently. If you do him different and ironically, if you make See, him more of just a guy, thing. you you do have to, I think, find a way to to humanize him a little bit more because the Joker, as he appears, just in Batman in general, right. what he what can't it, descend on the crime scene with an umbrella dropping Joker like? bombs on people, right? Well, yeah. well uh, for, for example, I mean, you know, there's been times where, like he puts, uh, uh, you know, Batman like on a giant, you know, merry-go-round with explosives, right. or whatever. So, what does a Joker movie look like? Do, do do we get an hour of him like prep time? It can't like, be with him. his thugs. Batman's gonna be here in an hour, guys. Get those bad decorations up on this, right? Like, it, it can't be him doing the the plan to put the Joker smiles on all the fish and then copywriting fish, right? Like it can't like, be what? that. <laughs> We, we have a weekend of him actually putting the Joker faces on the fish, tossing them back into the... Right. It has to be something different. It does. And you know what? All right. Yeah, this conversation's gotten me there. Yeah. I'm ready for this movie to yeah. come out. I'm ready so, to go see yeah. it. yeah, you know what? We'd love to know what you guys think. Uh, uh, let us know. How'd you feel about the Joker movie beforehand? Have we changed your mind? Are you thinking about it differently? Are you going to go and see it? Have the trailers changed your mind? That's right, because they, they, they did for me, but I didn't allow myself to believe it, but they have this this looks like it could be good and honestly if dc lets us down again then what else is new (laughs) yeah exactly you've hurt me before yeah but that's going to be it for us today guys thank you so much for joining us for the other identity joe take it away will joaquin phoenix be any good as the joker will robbie cosplay the juggaloker find out next time same twitch channel same twitch time (laughs) 